of the hour news as it happens when it happens wherever it happens local regional and global only on q95 the big station q95da.com right on q Good morning. This is the morning news for today, Thursday, September 8th for 2022. I'm your presenter, Hassan Robinson. Here are the headlines. A Dominican's stood in solidarity with Eldika John Wednesday morning after she was allegedly manhandled, detained and accused of battery of a police officer whilst standing behind a physical barrier in Roseau. Only on Q95. St. Lucia Police Welfare Association is unhappy with the two court decisions involving attacks on law officers. One pleaded guilty and got only a warning, and the other male made bail, cussing out a police officer. And the police released the full list of the people killed in a deadly stabbing spree in Saskatchewan, Canada. Uh, nine out of the ten victims are from James Smith Cremation, and one is from a quiet farming town nearby. Two suspects are already dead. The news is brought to you for the very kind compliments of Discover Dominica Authority. The details of these stories and more coming up next. October 20th to 30th, 2022. Dominica invites you to celebrate the World Creole Music Festival. Three nights of pulsating rhythms on one stage. For more information, visit www.dominicafestivals.com. Like and follow us on Facebook at Dominica Festivals or Instagram at Dominica.Festival. Dominica's World Creole Music Festival. Celebrating 22 years in 2022. October 28th to 30th. And uh, welcome back. First off in the news, a sister of Salisbury MP Hector John, Eldika John, was allegedly mishandled and detained for battery of a police officer, amongst other things, while she was participating in a peaceful walk behind a physical barrier in Rose on Wednesday morning. The Peace Walkers of Dominica stood in a unified solidarity with Eldika John, whose detention and subsequent release from police custody hours later raised a new level of social awareness and fearlessness amongst the walkers. The news of her detention quickly sparked heightened protest action and went viral over social media. The Peace Walkers of Dominica have been known to peacefully gather and walk against social injustices such as child abuse, social inequality, and a greater need for God in our lives. Brother of Eldika MP Hector John, along with many others, made the point of duty to stand up and speak out until she was released from police custody. Here's a bit of what happened. You all know the kind of crimes that is going on in the country, and you all have been a blind eye towards it. It is not right. She won better for Dominica. She always she's the person that should be walking around with a placard. Quiet children, bit of light. She raised two lovely children. 
She was provoked. I know she was provoked. I will not say what the police, uh, the lawyer told her said to him, because that matter is good for um, for the system. So, but she was provoked, and she reacted because she was provoked. And anybody would react when they've been provoked, or when they've been pushed, or when they've been taken advantage of. And we will let we will let the court take it process. But I am sure we'll take other processes as well to do that. After she was released, she made it clear that she is unfazed, empowered by the Creator, and encouraged others to be fearless in their stance against injustices taking place in Dominica. was a peace walker and social activist, Eldika John. And uh, Mrs. Adelia Coffee-Weeks, Vice President of the Dominica Public Service Union, DPSU, has stated that it is estimated that 2.2 million people die each year from work-related accidents and diseases, and referenced one incident where one person died whilst on the job. She spoke on a DPSU program last night where occupational safety and health was discussed. It is estimated that 2.2 million people die annually from work-related accidents and diseases. And a further 270 million workers fall victim of non-fatal occupational injuries. This results in substantial human and economic costs to workers and their families, employers, and society. And I'm certain if we think back, we can point to at least one incident where we knew either a person was killed or was badly injured on the job. We have a recent case of the gentleman who fell from a building in Grand Bay. And that was a very sad situation. He died on the job. Ms. Wicks added that we all know people who have been seriously injured on the job, and these are major issues. But there are also things in some workplaces that can predispose workers to become ill. We know of people who have gotten seriously injured, and those things we think are major things. But there are also things within the workplace that could predispose workers to becoming ill. How many of you have looked at, for example, the sanitary workers, the people who work on the rubbish truck, and you see them picking up all sorts of garbage? And sometimes they may have on gloves. Most times they don't have on respirators. What about the people who operate as the undertakers at the cemetery? We see how they are dressed. They are exposed. And do we even stop and think for a moment of what it is that these people are exposing themselves to? 
and that was Mrs. Dele Coffeywick's Vice President of the Dominica Public Service Union. And as Caribbean students return to school across the region, an ambitious campaign promoting nutritious foods in schools aims to make them healthier. Hashtag Action Facts, the Food in School Matters, which is a six-week digital campaign encouraging public and policy supporters and makers for policies that can limit the sale and marketing of sugary, fatty, and salty foods in and around schools whilst increasing the availability of healthy foods and drinking water. The Healthy Caribbean Coalition, or HCC, spearheads the campaign, which includes UNICEF, the Pan-American Health Organization, or PAHO, the Organization of Eastern Caribbean States Commission, the Caribbean Public Health Agency, as well as the Heart and Stroke Foundation of Barbados, and also the Heart and Stroke Foundation of Jamaica, and Jamaica's Youth Advocacy Network, and the Food Agriculture Organization of the United Nations, to name a few. Children spend much of their time at school where unhealthy food and sweet drinks are more available and often cheaper than their healthy counterparts, as well as are much more heavily marketed. Eating habits established when young can last a lifetime, and one in the Caribbean sees that one out of three Caribbean children already living with overweight obesity is becoming an issue. Overconsumption of unhealthy food is also the number one driver of non-communicable diseases and NCDs such as diabetes, heart diseases, and cancer. Still in the local news, the CARICOM Reparations Commission together with CARICOM Secretariat are said to have been in active collaboration to ensure the connection to our ancestors remains strong. That's according to President of the Dominica Reparations Committee, Dr. Damien Dublin, speaking in light of African Day celebrations on Wednesday in collaboration with the Cultural Division. Dr. Dublin says the committee is in full support of such initiatives and announced that the second Caribbean African Summit is already in the pipelines. Very importantly, the CARICOM Reparations Commission, together with CARICOM, have been working with Africa Alive. A memorandum of understanding is being negotiated with IDO during emancipation celebrations in Guyana. There were visits from African royals. This one was another historic event where a group of African royalty visited and made the connection with the descendants of enslaved Africans in the Caribbean. Also in Antigua during the emancipation, there was a visit from a smaller delegation. So on this day, the CARICOM Reparations Committee gives full support to the activities and the declaration of September 7th as CARICOM Africa Day. We know this is a very important gesture and the second CARICOM Africa Summit is being planned. We give full support because we know it's going to be of tremendous benefit to us in the Caribbean and to Africans in the diaspora and on the continent. And that was the Dominica Reparations Committee President Dr. Damien Dublin. And the 33 students were given stationary items by the Shireen Daniel Memorial Foundation on Sunday, ahead of the start of the 2022-2023 academic year, which started on Monday, September. The presentation, which took place at Shireen's home church, marked the official launch of the foundation in her memory, which was made possible by the generosity of many benefactors. Pencils, pens, highlighters, crayons, rulers... Geometry sets, calculators, stapling machines, as well as staplers, activity books, writing books, textbooks, school bags, as well as hand sanitizers were amongst the school items that were donated. And earlier this year, the foundation presented two awards to the Christian Union Missionary Primary School in Goodwill, the Shireen Bellot Award for Perseverance.
perseverance and determination and the award for arts and craft. Her father, Alvin Bellot, spoke at the inauguration service, recalling how she was passionate about the arts, music, church, education, and the Christian Union Mission Primary School. And Mr. Bellot stated that the foundation will honor her memory and continue to do the things that she held dear. May her memory of this beautiful soul live on, he says. Also, the Education Minister Octavia Alfred also attended the service and donated to the foundation. I encourage the students to concentrate on their studies, and Minister Alfred urged the students to pray, plan, prepare, and practice throughout the academic journey in order to learn and excel. Still in the local news, the Peace Walkers were met with an unexpected twist, as we noted earlier, and the updates you've just heard. And moving forward in local news, collaborating with groups that making uh, promoting young participation in policymaking a priority is a crucial part of the U Reports OECS engagement. National Youth Councils are essential to this process since they concentrate on including youth in resolving our most important problems. Imana Jeffers, a Dominica Youth Report ambassador, spoke on the Dominica National Youth Council recently about how Dominican youth organizations can use the Youth Report platform to gather opinions and aspirations from the young people and make educated arguments. The Youth Report OECS kept up with the engagement with groups throughout the month as they formed strategic partnerships to advance the interests of the youth. And like Adorville of Dominica, is the August Ambassador of the Month for her excellent contributions to Youth Report. With more than more countries uh, and as well as continents so legalizing cannabis and more young people getting engaged in the activity, a call for a more structured regulatory system is being sounded. In the case of Dominica, 28 grams of cannabis have been agreed upon by the cabinet to be recognized and decriminalized, creating a spark of conversation as well as controversy. Speaking on Jolly's Health Vibes program, ENT specialist Dr. I.P. Pascal shared his views on the matter, stating that any type of smoking, be it cannabis or not, does have effects on the body, and not everyone is welcome into the idea of being exposed to smoke, be it first-hand or second-hand. He makes the call for a better structure by the authorities to ensure that the transition to decriminalization is met with proper regulations and other necessary regulations. Strict regulators, mm -hmm. regulatory regulation mm -hmm. to, to recognize that you needed to protect the innocent okay. against the effects of cannabis, especially young people and mm -hmm. children, those with asthma, the same way they have to be protected when there's Sahara dust and everything else. Yeah. And um, that wasn't, that just wasn't part of the mix in Dominica. So mm -hmm. I think that's what needs to address. And the longer you take to address it, the more difficult it's gonna True. come, it's gonna be. True. So I think the authorities have a, a serious responsibility to, to put something in place because in Canada and all those places where there was this legalization of cannabis, you had strict mm -hmm. strict regulations for playing fields, how far you could smoke, how far you could have a shop selling cannabis from schools and all of those things. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think we, the authorities, to be honest, I mean, I'm going to be frank about it, drop the ball in that sure. aspect. Sure. And right now you have citizens suffering and citizens now going to be maybe trying to regulate other citizens mm -hmm. without the support of, of, of regulations and Correct. law mm -hmm. to support them. So it's going to be a, a quite mm -hmm. of an uphill challenge. Mm -hmm. And the longer we take to do that, the, the more difficult it comes. 
And that was ENT specialist Dr. I.P. Pasco speaking on the Jolly's Health Vibes program. And in other news, the St. Lucia Police Welfare Association has expressed disappointment with the recent court decisions in two separate cases involving attacks on local law enforcement. One defendant who pleaded guilty to threats to the police officers was let off with just the warning. The accused in the another court matter made bail after cursing out a police officer whilst he had an altercation with that officer in a retail store in Castries. Here's more. continues in that manner um who knows who next might be threatened over the media because persons are being emboldened but at the same time we want to make people aware that the magistrates and um, the persons in the judiciary um they go according to law so like i've always said it's the laws that we need change because unless the laws are changed there is nothing much different that can happen that laws need to be reached we've always said that then need there need to be a review of some of the laws. Some of the fines too. Because, look, that has happened here. I am not quite sure what the situation is, but maybe because of the, 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 the guy's um, records. There, his records are clean. Who knows? He came to the law. He, he's a, he might be a first-time offender. He pleaded guilty in the first instance, so then the magistrate had to take all that into consideration and act so. These are these are the other circumstances that, that 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 we need to look at. Also, in other news. The full list of the people killed in a deadly stabbing spree in Saskatchewan, Canada, Canada, has been released by police officers. And speaking at the press conference, Mark Arkand, whose sister Bonnie a Good Voice a Burns and her son Gregory Burns were amongst those killed, said words can't express the pain that we are feeling. End quote. Nine out of the ten victims were from James Smith, a Cree Nation, an indigenous community with nearly 3,500 members. One victim, Wesley Peterson, was from Weldon, a quiet farming town nearby. Here's more few years providing for her family. She was also a foster parent of two kids in her care at the time of this terrible incident. So raising about six kids and all the numerous kids that she helped before. She always put other people before her. That's what we want people to remember. We want re people to remember how she made you laugh, how she told stories at Christmas functions, at kids' birthdays, at weddings, at celebrations. That's the reality. And when we talk about what Brownie brought to her community, the things that I noticed the day that I was at uh, the scene was everybody came up and talked about what she did for the James Smith community. She was married into that community. She would help volunteer at cooking, at doing whatever she had to do, and she'd make Brian come along all the time, right? Because they did things together. And when we, we see this and we listen, we have to remember those things because the situation that occurred shouldn't happen to anyone.
And that's the morning news as a recap of the headlines. A Dominican student solidarity fell dick at John Wednesday morning after she was allegedly manhandled, detained and accused of battery of a police officer whilst standing behind a physical barrier in Roseau. St. Lucia Police Welfare Association is unhappy with two court decisions involving attacks on law officers. One pleaded guilty and got only a warning, the other made bail after cursing out a police officer. And the police released the full list of people killed in a deadly stabbing spree in Saskatchewan, Canada. Nine out of the ten victims are from James Smith Cree Nation and one is from a quiet farming town nearby. Two suspects are already dead. The news was brought to you for the very kind compliments of Discover Dominica Authority. I've been a presenter, Hassan Robinson. Q, top of the hour news. As it happens, one